You're currently listening to Sincerely Angie Podcast. I am your host, Angie. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Over here is a big old pot of gumbo, and I'm from NOLA, so you know it's good. You're going to find a little bit of everything, and I'm sure that you'll find something that's beneficial to you. Visit SincerelyAngieM.com for updates and so much more. Stay tuned for this week's episode and enjoy. Are you an online shopper? Are you as frugal as I am? Do you enjoy free money? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, Ebates is for you. With over 2,500 stores to choose from, like Amazon, JCPenney, Walmart, and many more, it's frugal shopping made easy. Ebates finds coupon codes and cashback offers for you while you shop. When you sign up, you get $10 free after spending $25. You also get paid for referring a friend. You can choose payment options such as PayPal or getting a big fat check mailed to whatever address you would like. You can click the link in the episode notes to create an account using an email address and a password. For more info, you can always visit SincerelyAngieM.com under the promo tab. And you can thank me later. Happy shopping. Now on to the episode. Dear Daddy. Whoa, no. That could go a whole nother way. That's not what this episode is about. Dear Father. That's what I'm going to go with. Since it's Father's Day and I'm recording this episode in the 11th hour, I know that this episode is going to be very short. Number one, because I just thought to record a Father's Day episode. Um, I don't really have much to say about a father, a physical father. I do have a heavenly father. And if you listen to my story time episode, you would uh, know the story on that situation. And number two, it's going to be short and I almost did not record because I got my wisdom teeth pulled about a week and a half ago and I am still in pain. I don't know if that's normal, but that's where I'm at with it. So I'm not going to talk very long because I've noticed in the past week and a half that when I talk for a very long time, it just makes it worse. And I know some of you all may be happy that this is going to be a short episode because I can talk. So let's start off by me wishing all of the fathers out there a happy Father's Day. I hope and pray that you all are very active in your children's lives. And if you are not, press pause listening to this podcast and make a phone call and go and have a relationship with your kids. For me, my sperm donor is what I have called the person who had sex with my mother I call him my sperm donor because I felt like he donated sperm to my mom and it may not have been intentionally. He he was around for like the first five years of my life and then I have not seen him again since I was about five years old. So I don't have too many memories of him being around. Of course, I think your memory starts to kick in when you're about four years old maybe so I only have a few years of memories of him and him being around and like I say you can go and listen to the dear story time episode to hear the story on that situation I don't it was not in, I can't say that it was intentional he was not around I just think that life happened and life was too much to just to make his way to see all of his kids And um, I know that life happens, but I do also know that 
when you are blessed with kids, you have a responsibility to be there and to provide and to take care of those kids that God has entrusted you with. And if you are unable to be there, the least you can do is to stay in constant communication with them and not provide false promises or anything, but you know, just to to let them know that you are there and you're thinking of them. So that's as far as my my view on fatherhood, I should say, goes. Do I have daddy issues? I don't believe that I do. I do like older men, but that's only because I think that I matured pretty fast or at a faster rate than most of my peers or the people that were my age. I've always been told that I'm an old soul. So that's why I think I like older guys. It's not because I need somebody to fill in the place of a daddy. I don't want anyone, if anyone knows me, I'm very bossy, maybe controlling, maybe. I'm not going to admit to that, but um, I don't need anyone to boss me around. I just think that older guys, they know how to take care of a woman. They know how to, you know, they're, they're a little bit more comfortable. There's not a whole lot of teaching you have to do with them. So that's why I think I like older guys. I don't believe that it has anything to do with uh, daddy issues. Do I think that the effects effects of a dad not being around has affected me? I don't believe so. I think that my mom did a decent job of taking care of us. And because I only have very few memories with my sperm donor, I do believe that's why I don't think that I missed a daddy or a father. Now, I did go through a phase in life where I was, you know, writing letters and wanted to send him pictures and stuff like that. But I don't think that I can't remember being hurt that he wasn't there. I could be wrong. It may be one of those things where you, you know, you block things out. But I just, I don't remember being, I've always looked at it like it's his loss that he was not around. I don't know. I'm sure if a therapist listens to this podcast, she would probably say she needs to come lay on my couch. (laughs) But I wouldn't think that it would be for the daddy not being around issues. I think that I I have uh, (laughs) something else that may be wrong, but definitely not daddy issues. Would I have minded having a father around? Of course not. I think every little girl wants to have that first love, somebody who shows her that love, that um that comes from a man in a in a position of being a father, tr- showing her how she should be treated. But uh, I, I don't think that that's something that I, it is something that I missed out on, but I don't believe that it's something that I have faulted anyone for. Like I said, I've always said that it's his loss for missing out on such a wonderful person. Yeah, I may be a little bit biased, but yeah. So um, what else should I say? I think that growing up and not seeing a lot of families that had fathers there, it made it seem like it was normal. And I know that seems sad to say, but that's reality for me. You know, I did not, there were families near me where there were, let's say that there were 10 families that I grew up near. Maybe three of the families had a father that was in the house or involved in in the life now that's not that's not me with actual numbers that's just me giving like an example so 
I don't want anyone who hears this and be like, girl, I grew up with you. You know my daddy was around. No, nah, that's not the case. <laughs> um, What else should I say about a father? I would say that there are some things in life that I think that a man could have taught me had he been around. But because I'm a person who observes a lot and a person who learns from others mistakes you know I saw fathers that were around and I saw fathers that you know hugged their daughters or kissed them and embraced them and loved on them I saw that and said okay that's the way it should be since I don't have that I know that I'm in a little bit of a different situation I know that when it comes time for me to pick a mate for my life that I have to make sure that this is a person who is not afraid of responsibilities, somebody who is going to be there and who is going to have the same love for bringing a human life into this world as I would. So someone who has the same values. And I'm not saying that my mom did not choose that type of person. I'm just saying for me, what I noticed and what I wanted from life was totally different from what I had. So I know what to look for when it comes time for that. Um, I hope none of this comes off as me bashing men or me bashing my sperm donor. I hope that it's just me expressing myself because I have no ill feelings towards men that had sex with my mom to create me. I'm grateful that God saw fit for them to, to me, to create me because I think that I am an amazing person and I have amazing attributes about myself that I think were included from my mom and my my dad so I'm I feel no type of way about him not being there I mean it hurts that you know of course that he was not around and he missed out on seeing a wonderful woman but I don't feel like I don't have that victim mentality like oh I'm gonna do this because he wasn't around so I'm going to be this great person he's gonna wish he would have known me Now, I don't really have that, you know, that victim mentality. I just don't have that woe is me type of thing. And it wasn't until the most recent situation with him that I I actually allowed emotions to come over me. And it was only because I knew now that I no longer had to wonder or think about where he was or what he was doing and anything like that. Because I know it may come off as I'm trying to be hardcore about the situation, but I still had a love for him because of who he was. I did not have any anger towards him. Just did not have, it was not like he was a constant on my mind. Like, you know how someone who may have been hurt by someone, they always refer back to, oh, this is why I'm this way. I I don't have that. I never had that. So this was not supposed to be a sad or bashing episode. And hopefully when I listen back to it, that it doesn't sound that way. Hopefully it's just me sharing my daddy or my father's experience on Father's Day. I could talk about the good times that we had. Okay, so (laughs) growing up, he was around, like I said, for like the first five years of my life. And I remember he loved to fish. And so almost every Saturday morning, we would go fishing. He loved fishing. And I used to not be afraid to like touch the worms or whatever the bait to put on the fishing rod or a fishing pole I should say on the hook and then I grew up and then when my mom would go fishing I was like I'm not touching it I'm just I'm not doing it so (laughs) I remember going fishing on Saturdays with him 
I remember him, his Nova, he had a, a Chevy Nova. I think it's a Chevy, but he had a Nova. Everybody in the neighborhood knew this guy with the Nova. They knew that it was him, you know, so I remember his car. I remember him saying one time, it was either me or my sister that sneezed, and he said, cover your mouth, I can see your germs going across the TV screen, and we laughed. It, it was the funniest thing. I remember before he would get in the bed, he would dust his feet off to kind of knock the germs off or something like that. And I found myself doing that years later, which was very interesting. I found letters that he wrote me a couple of months ago on a Dear Storytime episode. I found letters that he wrote me and it was interesting to read those letters. And oddly enough, when he would call, I I still can hear his voice. He had, he's very country. He's from like the South Carolina, North Carolina type of area. And so he had this, this, this country type of voice. So in New Orleans, Louisiana, we kind of have this, this, we have a sound and his just sounds country, I guess, because it doesn't sound like us. His just sounded country. So I, I can still hear his voice. I remember him calling and talking to us and I could still hear his voice know how he sounds and uh, when I talked to his son my older brother that I just recently found or he found me he sounds just like him so weird when I heard his voice I'm like wow you sound just like him so yeah those are a few things that I remember from him and uh, as I was going through this whole process of thinking of him I realized that we had no pictures together I have pictures of him and my mom and I have pictures of me as a child but not one single picture of him and I together in the five years that we were a part of his life and I just think that that's you know that's that's crazy so yeah I hope this is not a Debbie Downer type of episode. That's what it's feeling like to me after I've been talking. And my my mouth is starting to tighten up now. It's starting to get sore. So I think I'm about to go ahead and end this episode. I'm just sharing my story, you guys. I should consider this like a story time episode, but it's all over the place, so I won't. But I think it's about time for another story time episode. I'm going to look into that and get back at you all. So yeah. Share your Father's Day or your Father's episode wherever you may be able to and tag me in it. I lied. I'm still not on social media. (laughs) And I I don't know how to go to each site to view the comments. So, I mean, that would be kind of irrelevant. But you can always email me. My email is always listed in the show notes. So you can email me your Father's Day or Father's Story if you would like to. It's up to you. But yeah. P.S. Although I did not have a physical father for the majority of my life, I have always had a heavenly father who has never left my side. He has always been there to provide for me, to love on me, to care for me, to protect me. All those things that a father, a physical father would do my heavenly father has made possible. I also have not had a father figure, no one in my life that I could have looked up to that would have replaced my physical father, but I have always had the heavenly father who has consistently been there for me. And I'm so grateful that 
although I did not grow up knowing him to the extent that I know him now, I'm grateful that I have a relationship with him and I know him and he's real. He is the best father that I could have asked for. Even though I have fallen short as many of us has always done or as we have done in the past, we fall short and we continue to fall short to this day. He still loves me and that's the best part about having a relationship with God Our father never leaves us, never forsakes us. He's always there for us. And I'm truly thankful. So I'm going to say a quick prayer, thanking God for all that he has done for me. So father, I come to you right now, thanking you for loving me, thanking you for keeping me, thanking you for blessing me and everyone attached to me. Thank you so much for loving on me continuously and keeping your everlasting arm around me, protecting me. Thank you for protecting Anyone who comes in contact with this podcast, and I ask that you bless them with health. I ask that you bless them in all areas of their lives, and I just ask that you continue continue to love on us and keep us, and wherever there may be a lack in anyone listening to this podcast episode, wherever there is a lack, I ask that you feel it, Father God, and I want to thank you just I really don't want to ask you for anything else. I just want to thank you for everything. Thank you for all things. Thank you for the good, the bad, the ugly. Thank you for everything that you've given me, everything that you've taken away, and everything that you are going to give me. Thank you for just being being just there. Thank you. And always, thank you for always loving on me, always keeping me. Thank you so much for allowing me to be, allowing me to be me, and allowing me to be this voice. Thank you for everything that you've helped me to accomplish. Thank you for all things. I mean, I can never say thank you enough. I can never say it enough. I'm so grateful and so honored to be called your child. And as many children as you have, you have never made me feel second best. I'm so grateful that you keep me first. And I pray that I could just always live up to the type of love that you give me. I hope that I could repay you that. Thank you so much. Be blessed. You've just heard an episode of Sincerely Angie, and hopefully this week's topic sparks a conversation in your life. Be sure to subscribe so that you'll be alerted when a new episode is available. As always, you can visit SincerelyAngieM.com for updates and much more content. Please rate where available, and thank you for listening.